listeners, get ready to hear this music telling some of Hollywood's most famous stars to shut up. It's the Oscars this weekend. I'm Izzy. I'm Danielle. And I'm Oriana, here with Not Seen on TV's Oscar special episode. So we're putting together a spotlight on a hometown hero who has been nominated at the 91st Academy Awards. If you watched Incredibles 2, you also got to watch the heartwarming animated short, Bao. Torontonian Domi Shi is the director behind this Pixar short that follows an empty nesting Chinese mom who experiences motherhood again when one of her dumplings springs to life. nominated for Best Animated Short. She is the first female director to helm a Pixar short film, and she's just getting started. We're taking a look at how she got here and where she's going next. And no, we weren't able to get an interview with her, but hopefully one day. So Ariana, give us a little bit of background on she and how she started with animation. So Domi Shi was just two years old when she and her family moved from China to Toronto. Her passion for animation was fostered in high school when she joined online art community DeviantArt. She decided to enroll in Sheridan College's animation program. And in an interview with the school, she talked about how a lot of recognition in the program went mostly to men and that she said networking with people helped her to get connections and also always sharing her work and not being afraid to share her work um, helped her uh, gain those connections and uh, get out there. And she also imparted her wisdom on the younger generation, becoming a cartooning instructor for a little while after she graduated. In 2011, she started her internship with Pixar Animation Studios and got to work as a storyboard artist on some iconic animated films like Inside Out, The Good Dinosaur, and the upcoming Toy Story 4. So she came up with the idea for Bao while she was at Pixar. The short is actually inspired by her own mother. In an interview again with Sheridan, she explained how her mom would treat her like a precious little dumpling when she was younger. In addition to her Chinese heritage inspiring the short, her love for fairy tales also played a part. She sees Bao as a modern-day Chinese version of the gingerbread man. Of course, we have to highlight that this film is also set in Toronto, see the CN Tower, Chinatown on Spadina, so many iconic landmarks just from the opening scene that you can tell. Um, what's great about Bao is how relatable it is, especially for someone of Chinese descent like myself. Like, it It's a story of obviously the empty nest. Like, it's also coming from, like I feel like, as a child, perspective like having a parent who's very over uh overprotective much like how I grew up it's touches home a lot just because you understand like obviously the film is told from the mother's perspective a lot how she just cares so much for the child that you don't want um the child to ever leave your side and I understand that but from a child's perspective it's also like it's sad I felt like bow the actual bow dumpling because you just want to live like every normal kid um especially in a community that's westernized right like so 
living in Canada, you want to run, play soccer outside, you want to get, you don't mind if you get hurt a little bit, you want to leave home, but it's not something a parent, much like the mother portrayed in Bao, and my own mother feels because, you know, you spend so much of your life raising a child and nurturing them, to see them go, it's it's pretty sad, and I think that's why it makes it such a tearjerker for both sides, especially if you've seen the movie, like in the end, near the ending scene, how they reconcile, it's, it's a very touching film that I think a lot of people can understand from. Yeah, I think um, from like the immigrant kind of family perspective, and like Asian parents especially, um, it's they don't like a lot of Asian children don't really leave their parents or their houses at an early age like maybe white people might leave right and, right and away like at the age of 18 yeah and they don't too. encourage they want you to stay so like for me like for example I only happened to move away because I was going to university in a different province um but if I was stay like if I was still in BC I would have most definitely stayed with my parents and even now they're still getting me to consider going back and like living with them again so it's that kind of like dynamic that um you see represented and you see how you know other families might be going through it and how you know sometimes you might be annoyed by your parents being overly protective overbearing or, yeah overbearing and wanting you to stay but it kind of shows like the other perspective and um like in the in the short when it shows him leaving his mom and kind of like um not caring leaving with his white girlfriend and, and not caring and then she eats him <laughs> spoiler alert um you can kind of see like the hurt in her eyes and it, it kind of gives empathy and shows the other side to the immigrant parent and how like that may affect them even though like in growing up in western culture like it's it's celebrated to kind of go off on your own and like find yourself yeah uh, yeah especially like how hard an immigrant parent works to yeah, allow exactly. their child to live the current life in a place like canada or in america like being a second generation child i think it's just we don't get it because we're grown up surrounding like from the western ideals of how maybe like what white people or americans and canadians believe in independent um living meanwhile our parents, I'm pretty sure from the era that they are from, they would have functioned the same way if they didn't have to immigrate here. They would have also stayed close to home. I'm, the Asian mentality is also bigger the family, the better. Yeah. So it's like you never want to be too far from home. And and it's it's understandable why they feel that way. Yeah, yeah, because um, even my parents, like, they still lived with their parents when they were married in the Philippines. So it's just kind of how you grow up and and the culture that you grow up in, um, which kind of contrasts when you are second generation, you grow up living in the Western culture as well. So um, it definitely, uh, again, is good representation of the Asian narrative that we do not see. And the family dynamics that I think isn't often portrayed. So Domi Shi is currently developing a feature film with Pixar. There's no specific details yet, except that we'll get more than 8 minutes of storytelling from the talented filmmaker. So be sure to tune into the Oscars on Sunday, February 24, to see if she wins. Even if she doesn't win, it's still a win for Asian representation. Who are you rooting for at the Oscars? And until next time, I'm Oriana, I'm Izzy, and I'm Danielle.
and we're not seen on TV. You can follow us on Twitter and Facebook at NSOT Podcast for updates on our show and who might be our next guests.